This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So now Posey ranges away and Ballinger throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. All right, what's going on? Next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. Uh, this week, along with Sam Lubman, Mark Willard, Joe Shasky out this week. Um, Sam, maybe he just couldn't take it anymore. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that is, this is the worst stretch of baseball against the Dodgers since, uh, since the 70s. Um, to lose all eight games coming out of the All-Star break against the Dodgers has been, whatever word you want to put to it, frustrating, embarrassing, surprising, humbling. Uh, we literally spent some time during the day today on 95.7 The Game talking about what Gabe Kapler should do. He's never been thrown out of a game before as the Giants manager and so it's just not really his style to lose it. And then hours later, uh, he loses it and gets thrown out of the game for the first time as a member of the Giants. Maybe it's well-timed. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts right now on as the manager, but a calm guy by trade, how's he supposed to handle all this? Yeah, I mean, again, you can't really blame Shask for being just so strung out on this team right now. This yeah. team is just pushing everybody's faith right now. Um, as far as Kapler, I mean – yeah, I think it was kind of finally time to happen. I Watching it happen today, I, I'm not going to lie. I let out a little bit of a cheer uh, when he got tossed just because, like, finally, you know, just let's see some fire there. Uh, in the past, you always hear about, you know, got, you know, managers wanting to pitch a fit, get tossed, make a show of it because they want to fire their guys up, fire their team up. It didn't really quite work today. Maybe it will work going into uh, this weekend series against the A's, but – for those who are saying, yeah, Kapler, he doesn't show enough emotion. He needs to get out there and get an umpire's face, get to- get tossed. You got what you wanted today. So, Well, I, I, I just – I wonder this because I know that, that you know, we're all used to, I think, the majority of the people we're talking to, when we think about how to handle it, when players are not responding and doing stuff that's just completely out of character, like a big leaguer, um, you know, running the bases the way Luis Gonzalez has uh, the last week and a half. It's just so crazy. And, and, and so we apply to it what we know, which is Little League Baseball and, and you know, high school baseball and, and the way that we would handle those situations. And that always leads to bench him and, and you know, pull the kid out and all of that. Um, I, I don't know 
how a, a major league baseball clubhouse, 30 something year old men with wives, wives and kids, how they react to that, especially with, as you said, this would be inauthentic. This is so not Gabe um, to, uh, to go right. out there and pitch a fit and start throwing things around. So I know we all want him to do that, but I don't know if it would work for him. Something needs to be different, but I don't know if this particular idea that we all want him to just lose his mind. I, I don't, I don't know necessarily what that would do if we would get the, the desired reaction, but here's the fair question for me. I, I don't need you to yell, kick, scream, flip over the table, but if you're going to be branded as meticulous and that's who you are, we take care of every detail. We have a coach for everything and we do not, let anything slip through the cracks. And then the team that is supposed to be a reflection of you is consistently sloppy, which is what they are right now and have been most of the year. That's worthy of questions. Why doesn't this team reflect the supposed brand of its leadership? Because they were the exact opposite last year and it turned him into the manager of the year. Um, that's a question I have, but I don't have an answer to it right now. I don't think anyone has an answer to it. And I think that's kind of what's so frustrating. And maybe that played a role in kind of Kapler getting ejected today. Uh, I think it's, it's, everyone knows what's, they're doing the same thing this year that they did last year, but they're getting completely opposite results. And I think we are doing something that it's working, it's working, it's working. And then suddenly it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. It's kind of almost like quicksand. The more you try to fix it, the worse it gets. And you and maybe, I don't want to say panic is the right word, but I think let's just stick with frustrating. That is incredibly frustrating to do something that I did this before and it worked and I'm doing the same thing, but something different is happening. That's going to drive anyone nuts. And maybe Kapler is getting to the situation, getting to this point where the situation kind of just calls for a, a turn, a, a random turn left somewhere. Uh, I don't want to think that they're just kind of trying stuff just to see what happens, but eventually you just kind of, when you get too comfortable in a rhythm that isn't working, something needs to be done sometimes to shake things up. Well, John Dickinson on 95.7 The Game brought up a really interesting point. It's something that I want to watch, which is um, he, he said there is, uh, there's no resume on Gabe Kapler for handling adversity. Um, in Philadelphia, there was adversity. They were not able to work their way through it. This Giants team now for a lengthy period of time um, has been facing adversity, and they, they have not been able to figure it out. They have not been able to recover. It has blown their season up. And so last year, uh, you'll never hear me call it a fluke. You'll never hear me call them lucky. But what I will say is that they never really faced any massive adversity. Even when they did, they just went ahead and won anyway, like, like their backups would, would produce. And so there really wasn't ever that like clubhouse crisis where guys were, were depressed and, and questioning things. There really wasn't that last year. And this year there is. And the, sort of my response to that is when you're formulaic with everything you do, when you are robotic with everything you do, it's hard to respond to the emotional problem. The Giants, I think, are really good at the math equation, but they aren't necessarily great with the liberal arts, right? No. So, like, when, <laughs> when, when there is an emotional problem and it feels like there is now, you can't battle that with data. 
You, yeah. you, you, you have to address that from an emotional place. And that's what I think I'm now wondering. I think a lot of us are wondering where, where is that pitch from this particular leadership group? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you put it that way, the way I would look at it is I think one thing we have learned about Kapler in these last few years is that he he does learn. He is still growing. He's still in his early 40s. Uh, so he's still growing as a manager. He's only been doing this for a few years. And managing a baseball team is difficult. Uh, a lot of great managers have failed in their first attempts to manage and then succeeded later on. Uh, again, Farhan brought that up. Uh, kind of cryptically before he went out and hired Kapler. So, and Gabe, he again, like I said, he does learn from his mistakes. He understands he was a little too robotic and a little too married to the data, married to the pre-game plan in Philadelphia, and that caused mistakes, and that caused guys to lose faith in him. I think he learned from those mistakes, brought those lessons here to the Giants, and I think his in-game management is better than it was in Philadelphia. He isn't married to his pregame plan as much. So it could just be a sense where maybe it's a thing where this is a rough season. Can Kapler learn from it? Can he grow from it? Can he take lessons from this season and apply it to whatever, you know, next season ends up bringing? Here, and, and also, with now eight straight loss to the Dodgers, here's one thing that I'm hoping – this does um, because that is so embarrassing. It is so, it is so painful. This stretch to watch the Dodgers just be better than you at every single phase of the game to watch San Diego launch a party down the street um, with the acquisition of Juan Soto and what you're seeing from that crowd and the giants are going to get a healthy dose of that next week. They're going to have to walk in and watch that and, and just wear it. So much of this all happens at the exact same time. And it's one thing to go through a losing streak. It's one thing to fall down in the standings to really good teams. It's another thing, I think, and this, again, goes to the emotional side of problems. It's another thing to be very, very embarrassed uh, in, in front of your rivals, in front of your own fans. You know, you lose four on the road, and then you lose four at home. And you lost those four at home with the stands increasingly – turning blue. And so while everything again is always, let's throw the math at it. Let's throw a platoon at it. Let's throw, uh, you know, a Darren rough jock Peterson platoon at it. And we know that will work on a, some level, maybe what has just taken place will force the giants to at least broaden the way that they look at this, because I still have full belief in their roster building, their ability to, fill out the back end of a roster, find diamonds in the rough, all of that. But at a certain point, you, you've got to focus on the front end of the roster. And they're going to have so much money to spend next year. They're going to have to do it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean I want them to go sign bad contracts where guys won't produce. But to me, the Giants have got to be a top 10 payroll. And if they are, you're, you're looking at 
over a hundred million dollars of spending money just this offseason alone. And so they're going to have to go win some free agent battles. Definitely. And I, I agree with what you're saying there. It's something has to, to rally this team and, and ignite these guys. Uh, Tuesday night, I believe it was, uh, I believe the top of the second or the top of the third, Farhan Zaidi joins Kruk and Kipe in the booth for what ends up being one of just the most disastrous innings uh, that we've seen this year. And it's happening while Farhan's talking about, you know, yeah, we want to see this through. We want to be focused on the present. As soon as he's done saying that, you know, you got an errant pickoff throw. You got Dodgers scoring all over the place. You got Slater bobbling a ball. You got Lamont Wade freezing in the outfield. And I guess they were supposed to go for the full inning. There's two outs. Krug type like, all right, Farhan, we're going to let you go. I mean, that felt like a, a low moment. And then fast forward to today, I was at the game today. Yeah, like you said, it's getting progressively bluer there. Um, yeah. I sit in the press box. You look over on the third base side. It's Giants fans. That's cool. You look over on the first base side behind the Dodger dugout, and it's we become Dodger Stadium North. Um, not the worst takeover I've ever seen by the Dodgers at this ballpark, um, but it's pretty close. And uh, that's what happens when you root for a team that's won, I checked the numbers here, half a billion games, I think, since 2017. Right. Let's get the Jazz right. fans right. up. Um, and if you're the Giants, if you're the Giants fans, it's hard to not look at the Dodgers and be like, I want that. Like, well, that's the most infuriating part. Like, what the Dodgers are doing, that's what we want as Giants fans. We would that, love to have that. I mean, that's completely how I felt watching the Padres game last night. You know, Juan Soto's uh, introduction to San Diego goes out to right field, gets himself a standing ovation. The whole place is just a huge party. And then they walk to the plate in the bottom of the first and score five runs right at it. I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, the whole thing looks like chip salsa and margaritas, the whole, and, and, and to do that in a baseball sense is really something. Cause it's all, that's what we've all been waiting for, for the entire sport. And the Padres have captured it. And I know the giants are trying to model themselves in many ways or the similar model. They're not modeling after the Padres, but they're using a similar model. And so in a couple of years, maybe it will look like that, but because of the way this has gone, the word that keeps coming to mind, you talk about Farhan's appearance on NBC Sports Bay Area the other night. It's uncomfortable. This whole thing right now is very, very uncomfortable. And so if you're uncomfortable, you got to go put your sweats on, man. You got to go, you got to go fix it right away. Um, you're not going to just sit there in those tight jeans all day long and sweat. Um, you got to go fix it. And so um the problem for them is they're on a fast track to fix it. And I don't know how many solutions are out there. And so this is they're going to earn their money now because they got to go. They got to go figure it out. And by the way, more on this in a second, because we got a, another glimpse of roster building, decision making with the trade deadline this week. We want to recap that a little bit and get a little bit more into Farhan Zaidi. We'll do that in just a second.